This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. The Only Black Girl in the Room is a podcast created to empower ambitious black girls who seek a future that is not limited by the options that are presented to them. My goal is to provide representation of black girls who are doing big things in the world and creating a fulfilling life and career because hashtag representation matters. It is my hope that this podcast will inspire, uplift, and create a pathway where previously there seemed to be uncharted territories in the journey of life. So let's get to it. Welcome to the fourth episode of The Only Black Girl in the Room. I'm your host, Tiana Starks, and I am particularly excited about this episode because it's just me, and I will be telling you um, more about how The Only Black Girl in the Room came to be. Um, Honestly, I'm a little nervous about recording this episode by myself, but um, hopefully you all out there listening will be receptive. So this week, I have been obsessing over two things. Um, This past weekend, I went to visit my in-laws in Kentucky. And usually when I'm in Kentucky, I don't do like a whole bunch of work. I mean, I, I'm always working, but um, in, when I'm in Kentucky, I kind of take a little bit more time for leisure. So a lot of the times I use um, that time to catch up on like my TV watching. <laughs> so I binged Red Table Talk because I had not been watching it at all this season. I just hadn't had the time or thought of it. And I am still obsessed with that show. It is so good. Um, And I believe the conversations are really important. And, And most importantly, I think that people who watch the show can really gain some um, helpful insight. Like it's a show that if you are struggling with certain things and you watch the show, it makes you feel like you're not alone. So I really love that about the show. Um, and also because it tackles things that are somewhat taboo or things that people don't like to talk about all the time. So yeah, I watched like, um, I don't know, four or five episodes of Red Table Talk over the last weekend. And I was just like, this is so good. So, um, if you don't watch Red Table Talk, give it a shot, a shot. And if you do, I'm sure you're just as obsessed as I am. And the next thing that I'm obsessed with is Grammarly. Um, it is an app that you can um, install into your, your browser. So if you are a person who writes anything online, like if you send email or if you write a blog, Grammarly helps to correct your prose. Um, it checks for spelling, grammar, tone, syntax, 
Um, and it asks you before you start writing what type of um, content you're writing. Is it for business? Is it informal? Things like that. And it really, really kind of adds, um, I don't want to say a level of professionalism, because if you're not writing, if you're writing something informal, it's not professional, but it makes you feel better or more secure in your writing. It's like a step above whatever, you know, the squiggly red lines that you see in like Microsoft Word or Google. It, it's really good. So if you um, are a person who writes, I recommend Grammarly. And that's it. That's what I'm obsessed with this week. Okay, so this week I wanted to take an opportunity to kind of give you all some insight into how um, the only black girl in the room got started. Because, I mean, you guys don't really know me that well. Um, and you've been listening to these um, episodes. If you've, if you've made it this far, I assume that you've already listened to episodes one through three. And if you haven't, go back and take a listen. I think they've been some really good and insightful conversations. But anyway, so I wanted to kind of give you all some background on how um, the only black girl in the room got started. So it started out as a blog that I started um, in 2007, I think. Um, It was a while ago. Yeah, 2007. was it 2007? It was, it was a while ago. <laughs> um, and I started it because um, I guess at the time I had been wanting to start a blog and a friend had asked me if I could create a title for my life, what would I, what would I call it? And I was in a conference, um, not a conference, I was in a meeting at work one day and realized that I was the only black girl in the room and I was often the only black girl in the room. And um, I was on um, an international team. So we were always kind of discussing ethnicity and things like that. And it was a lot of, I guess, awkward moments during meetings um, at work. And so I was like, I should maybe think about documenting some of this stuff. So that's initially how the blog got started Um, and the whole concept of being the only black girl in the room. So recently I revisited the blog. And and by the way, let me say, this was like one of my favorite things that I had ever done. I really loved this blog. Like it just felt so fun and I'm dating myself by saying this in hip, (laughs) but it was um, something that I loved and I always thought, kind of had it in the back of my mind, like I should return to this one day. Um, So yeah, I recently revisited the blog in preparation for this episode. And let me say, it's still, it's still on the internet. Like you can find it. It's a WordPress blog. Um, if you Google the only black girl in the room, no spaces, it'll probably pop up. And I just want to put a warning out. It is definitely a little ratchet. It's certainly not politically correct. And 
as I was going, when I read it, I did not realize how much mail bashing <laughs> it was on the blog when I was writing it, but it definitely um, talks about, I guess I was, I was in my mid twenties dating and my experiences with men, because I mean, that's a part of being the only black girl in the room. It's not only about being in corporate America there. We have, you know, a whole life. It's, you know, being the only black girl in the room extends to every aspect of our lives. So, um, yeah, be prepared for a little of that if you want to um, check out the blog. So I was looking at the blog and I was thinking it was probably a little irresponsible as well because I definitely talked about um, certain things that happened in um, the work the workplace. Um, I wrote a blog called My Boss is the Real Michael Scott because he was completely inappropriate multiple times. Like I remember um, two two specific t- things that he did. One was we were in a meeting talking about something I can't remember. And he mentioned like his mistress <laughs> and it was like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about, dude? But not just that. I remember, um, like I said, I worked on the international team. So sometimes we would be in the office really early, like six o'clock in the morning. Um, and because we were working with teams on the other side of the world. And so it was me, my direct supervisor, and this, our boss, who was the head of the our whole department. And it was... After like midterm elections or something like that, um, in Barack Obama, it was during his first term. So it was when the Republicans had taken back um, the Senate or something like that. And, and the first thing that this guy said was, do you guys smell that? That's the smell of Democrats burning. Like literally, those were his words. <laughs> so I decided to write a blog about him because I can imagine Michael Scott saying these things and like us laughing at it on the office. But in real life, it's not really so funny. So, um, yeah, I wrote about that. I wrote about, um, you know, kind of the feeling that you get when you see another black person in the office, because like you're in a, you're in a building with a thousand people and there may be what a hundred black people, maybe. Um, so you know how there's that like nod that you do when you walk past a black person that you don't know, but it's kind of like an acknowledgement, like, yeah, I see you. Um, yeah. So needless to say, I, Really enjoyed writing the blog, but um, I don't know if I got writer's block or I just, you know, got busy doing something else. Um, I kind of stopped doing it, but um, I'm back with the Only Black Girl in the Room podcast. And one of the things that I noticed, again, as I was reading um, or going back over the blog is my personal growth. 
So while the concept is still relevant, um, I'm definitely in a different space than I was when I started the blog. Um, I'm definitely more, I think, empathetic and compassionate. Uh, I feel like some of the blogs come come off kind of crude now, whereas even when I, because I, I would revisit the blog occasionally. So let's say about five or seven years ago, if I were, I remember looking at it and not feeling, um, not feeling like some of the things that I had said were like that harsh. <laughs> but this time, for some reason, when I read it, I felt different. So I think that personally, I've grown um, and I'm able to look at things differently. Um, yet I'm still unapologetic about what I wrote then because that was how I felt. And I feel like there are a lot of young girls that probably feel the same way. Um, yeah, so if you go, again, if you go and you look at that blog, don't judge me. It was, it was, um, that's where I was, what, 12 years ago. So, like I said, I've grown and the concept has evolved. Um, so about a year ago now, I was like, I've, like I said, I always had the concept in the back of my head um, about the only black girl in the room. Um, I just didn't know how I wanted to um, revive it. So about a year ago, I was driving in my car and I just had the idea of... Um, creating a podcast, but not not really just a podcast, but a platform for the only black girl in the room. Um, because I, I think that most black women can relate to just that statement. Um, and, and it means something like when you hear it, you just feel like, yeah, that that's it. <laughs> I think like when, when I mention it to other black women, it's like, yeah, that is the feeling that you have in a lot of different environments. Um, and it can be kind of lonely and you're looking for somebody to relate to, somebody that can understand you. So I thought I want to create a platform for the only black girl in the room that provides support and encouragement and resources for young black women who are entering their careers. And since it was a blog and it was, um, you know, just me communicating my thoughts, I thought starting as a podcast would be um, a good idea. And I could also engage some of the dynamic women that I know um, and get them to tell their stories because, again, I think it's something that other young women can relate to. And I mean, not just young women, young and older women um, can relate to. And it can be an inspiration to let you know that you're not alone. We've all been in similar places in our lives. And 
Um, with persistence and determination, you can get out of any situation or change any circumstances that you want to. Um, yeah, so that is kind of how the concept has um, evolved. So another thing that I wanted to address is that um, sometimes you may hear me say during a conversation, yeah, um, me and such and such talked about that or a similar topic, yet you haven't heard that interview. It's because I've pre-recorded all of the interviews this season and um, they don't necessarily come out in chronological order. Um, So you may be hearing um, my fifth conversation, but it's the second episode. So um, just wanted to clarify that. So there are still some really good conversations to come in the following weeks. I hope that you are enjoying um, The Only Black Girl in the Room so far. If you have any questions or suggestions on anyone you think would be a good fit to be on the show or um, I don't know, just somebody that you like. If you think you want to be on the show, please email us or send us a DM, slide in our DMs um, and we will definitely follow up. Thanks for listening to The Only Black Girl in the Room. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review and share with a friend or an associate or anyone you think can benefit from this conversation. You can find The Only Black Girl in the Room on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. If you have any questions or just want to kick it, email the show at info at theonlyblackgirlintheroom.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Only Black Girl in the Room.